At Candid Wisdom, our vision is to help you become a hit through healing, inspiration, and transformation. You're listening to Candid Wisdom with your host, Aubrey Hope. Thank you for joining us today. We're in our series, Love is a Fighting Word, and I'm here with my friend, Laura. Hello, everyone. Today, we're going to be talking about dating with a fractured heart. And I have to admit, Laura, that I didn't always understand the concept of dating. When you're dating someone, you should be evaluating that person, like getting to know who they are, going to meet their family, going to meet their friends, seeing how they behave in public. How do they treat the taxi driver? How do they tip the waitress? You know, you're doing your background check on this person, really. I mean, in in days before, it was the family who really did the background check. Like, okay, this is a good family. I want you to marry into this family. And that's the way things were, were done. But now it's like we have to do our own investigation. And I think what happens too often is that we, instead of evaluating this person as a good partner, we go into it thinking like, what do I need? I need to be with someone. I need someone who will take care of me. I, I want to feel beautiful and all of these things. And so instead of evaluating whether or not this person is right for us, we're asking ourselves the wrong questions. We're asking ourselves, is this person going to fulfill my needs other than is this person the right person to be in a relationship with? And so I didn't clearly understand that when I was dating. Therefore, I made a lot of mistakes and dated the wrong people for long amounts of time. Because, of course, when you have a fractured heart, you're always thinking, I need to be better. I need to do something different. I mean, even if the person is atrocious to us, we're always thinking like, oh, well, maybe if I just talk softer, he won't get so angry when my voice is, you know, when I say something like you're, I don't know why we would put up with something like that, but we do. We put up with those things and then we try to self-correct because somebody else doesn't like who we are authentically. Am I right or wrong? I totally agree with you, and, and I'm over here trying not to laugh, but it's funny because I'm thinking back at my dating. I didn't date until I was in college, and I think that you're when you're when you're young, you and you don't feel like you're enough with the fractured heart, that you just look for things outside of yourself, and you expect that person to bring you happiness and to become whole. When it, that's the farthest thing, at least in my opinion, yeah, right. from the truth, because if we don't start from a premise of feeling good about ourselves or, or worthy or have self-esteem, then you're picking the wrong people. That's right. And like you said, in the olden days, people would ask, I remember my grandfather would ask my friends, who's your family? Like that right. was a big telling of who you were. And so that's like the background check, like you said. And nowadays have experienced a lot of things in life is to to be able to spend time with somebody to see them all in all different circumstances mm-hmm. and I tell people I would like to know who you are not what you have because mm-hmm. most people tell me I have a house I have a boat and when they say that for me personally it turns me off because I think if you really know who you are for me it's not about that it's about like what's your in what's where's your heart what do you believe and 
what do, what do you like and and who do you surround yourselves with and and if they take you to dinner you you notice how they treat the wait staff yes when they're if they want to meet your family that's great if they don't then that's kind of like mm, you know right and and so all those little things what i'm saying is you're your best advocate you know yourself better than anybody spend time with yourself to learn your heart and what you need but first Work on you as far as getting to love yourself and honoring yourself. Because when you don't do that, and I speak that from personal experience, then you get people that don't treat you very well. And you go along with it because you think that's all you could deserve. That is so true. That's not the truth. That is so true. What I always say is like, we're energy, right? And so when we're vibrating on a certain level, we're attracting people who are also vibrating on that level. And so if I feel low about myself, I'm going to attract someone who either also feels low about themselves or likes to be over someone who feels low about themselves. To make themselves feel better? Exactly. Okay. And even if either way, it's not good for me. And I spent a lot of time in relationships that just didn't work. And like I spent 10 years in a relationship that I knew wouldn't work after 10 days with that person. But I didn't want to be alone. That's the bottom line. I disliked being alone enough that I stayed in dysfunctional relationships that just didn't work. And I wasted a lot of time in them. And I have a lot of regrets about that. And I should have had more sense. I should have used the sense that I had to know, hey, if it didn't work after year one, it's not going to work after year five. It's not going to work after year 10. And I tell people nowadays, I said, listen, if you're meant to be together with somebody, there aren't that many obstacles. There aren't like crazy things that you guys have to, to work over. There are normal relationship things. They're not big explosions and Big blow-ups. I mean, I'm not saying that people don't argue and disagree. But what I'm saying is at the foundation of every good relationship is a healthy respect. There's a, a love that's unchallenged. And there's a wanting to please and adore and love that other person and make them feel special. And so when somebody is not doing that and you see that they're not doing that, then it's time to question whether or not that person is the right person for you. And so I would caution people to not be afraid of letting go. And I'm not talking about married people. We're talking about people who are dating, people who are still single, of letting go of that person if they are not the one that makes you feel like you could stick it out with them and you can make things work with them. What about you, Laura? How did that play out for you? Well, listening to you, speak about it I really never gave it a lot of thought but right now thinking back uh, when I was younger I basically I started dating when I was in college so I was a late bloomer I guess and the first person that I met it wasn't like I even sought them out they kind of like were attracted to me and they were quite a bit older and I think that I was lucky because that person did treat me well Mm -hmm. But there was things that I didn't notice because I was so into that, oh, somebody is, finds me attractive and he's really cute and, you know, he's in college and, you know, he's like, and 
And that's so silly because we all have attractions to people and that's normal. But looking back, I, I believe that not having enough self-esteem uh, was in a detriment to myself for future relationships meeting people. I was actually honored if somebody found me attractive and so I ended up like with that first person because they sought me out and I thought, oh, you know. Mm -hmm. But looking back now, it's kind of silly because now that I've experienced life, fast forward, it's more about uh, dating is hard. You really need to take your time and allow yourself to get to know that person and see them in all different situations. For example, you go to dinner, you see how they treat the wait staff, you listen to their, what they're saying, if they brag about what they have, and all this material things. For mm -hmm. me personally, that's nothing that I find attractive. And get to know like who they are, who their friends are, and spend time. Because that'll give you a pretty good indication of that if that person's a good fit for you or not. If I could travel back in time, I would tell my younger self, be patient. Don't go with the first person that comes along. Know what you want in a person and wait for that. I would say get out early. The minute you recognize unattractive traits about the person that you're dating, bow out gracefully. No matter how many times you change yourself, if something's not meant to be, it's just not meant to be. And I would also say be okay with being alone alone and learn to do the things you love to do with your friends or by yourself if necessary. Don't settle. If I could travel back in time, I would tell my, my younger self, know your worth and value yourself. Take the time to know the person you're dating and do not be in a hurry to be in a relationship. I would also tell myself to value my alone time and spend time doing the things I love to do. I never like to leave the show without giving you candid wisdom about things you can do right now. Here are three things that you can do to change. Write down what you want in a partner. Make a checklist of all of the qualities that you want in a partner. And if the person that you're dating doesn't meet up to that checklist, at least your top 10, I would say it's time to move on. Date around. And I don't mean sleep around. That's a different topic. We'll talk about that some other day. But have options. Have different people that you are prospecting as a potential mate. Don't stay stuck in a relationship that isn't working for you. Be prepared to give up. A lot of times we say, I don't want to give up on this person. I don't want you know, to leave them. There's potential there. I would say be prepared to let go. If that person is not for you, they are for somebody else. And you can look at it this way. Maybe you're holding on to something that doesn't belong to you and keeping that blessing from someone else. 